Welcome to the My Crazy Office podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You, Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls at Work, Kathy Elster and Catherine Crowley. They're committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Catherine. Hi, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Catherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office Overtime. So today we're going to talk about something that I swear clients bring them almost every day. <laughs> and that is, are you working for a narcissist? Yes. I mean, so many people are bringing this in. I don't know. We have a whole world of narcissists out there. Yeah. At one point I thought we should write a book called Narcissists for Dummies because <laughs> they come in many, many different forms. Yeah, it's true. So shall I start with a general definition? Yes, please. All right. So one thing to that narcissists narcissists are not. A lot of times when you hear that word, you think it's just someone who's conceited and arrogant and self-centered. Mm-hmm. Self-centered, yes, but they don't don't always present as conceited and arrogant. The big thing about a narcissist is that they are very self-absorbed and that they need desperately your approval, your agreement, your loyalty, and they expect that, your admiration, and they need that to kind of keep going. So the beginning of a relationship with a narcissist boss actually tends to be very exciting Mm -hmm. because they'll just say, you're great, I'm great, we're going to do great things together. And then as time unfolds, you begin to see that it's not easy actually working for this person because they frequently change their minds, they change their story, they are influenced by the last person who spoke to them, they bristle at any criticism, they don't like disagreement or separation or uh, sorry, alternative opinions, and they will provoke anyone who criticizes or blames them. Wow. <laughs> so charming. <laughs> Yeah, I also they they can't take any criticism, so they have yeah. to find someone else to blame. That's right, and mm. that I hear a lot from my clients is yes. why you know they 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 just won't accept they won't admit they made a mistake. That's right. right. That's a key indicator. Right, and it's interesting, Kathy. When I talk to clients about the 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 spectrum, right on the far end of one spectrum are the people who are overly responsible, the super achievers who take 95% of responsibility for everything, good or bad, and more often bad, like they just feel badly if something doesn't go well. Then on the narcissist side, they'll take 100% credit for anything good, but no credit for anything bad. Yeah, And they're not able to imagine how another person is feeling, experiencing, you know, uh, operating in the moment. So they're not able to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. So that combined with never admitting your mistakes and finding other people to blame makes them very challenging to work with. Yeah. So how do you work with them? Well... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, one thing you do actually, and this will sound obnoxious because, um, it's not fair, but you actually need to continue to tell them what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, you do. You have to tell them how great they are. You have to remind them that everyone likes them Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and that they have, they have much success because even though they may sound like they think they're successful all the time, they're very insecure. Mm Um, and then the other part is I think if you have an idea that you want them to buy into, you have to kind of make it sound like their idea. Right. You coach people and that kind of thing. Right. Well, sure. also, yeah. Um, and yeah, not only do you have to let them take your credit. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, but you're going to have to let them think that your ideas are their ideas. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really hard for a lot of people, and they want they either try to get transferred or yeah, you know, yeah. they try to move around the company so they can get away from that person. But these people are crafty, and they move up the ladder. They sure do. So narcissistic they, people. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. Because they're very good. And Kathy, actually, you pointed this out to me uh, long ago, but she said, because we were dealing with someone who was quite narcissistic, mm-hmm. that person knows how to manage up. Yeah, they're very good at managing uh. up. They know how to present mm-hmm. themselves in a glowing, and they can even be appear humble okay. to the higher-ups, mm-hmm. okay. right? Mm-hmm. But then they treat the people below them very poorly. So it could take a while to even uh, the people above to get to it, even though they right. have 100% turnover every year. They're yeah. very crafty at showing how it had nothing to do with them. Right. Mm. So it could take a really long time to get figured out that they're a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we see a lot of them in high positions. And eventually, you know, they either own companies or they become, they lead companies and then, you know, they can be there for quite some time. It's yes. difficult to be married to one of them. I mean, I don't want to go too personal, but, it, you know, <laughs> it, it happens. It does. It, yeah. it, people don't become a narcissist. They just either are or no, not. No, it's right. actually, and that's an excellent question. It's characterological. So in other words, it's your design. It's how someone is designed. And that and that's part of the frustration with it is it's very, you know, in mental health, you don't cure mm-hmm. a narcissist. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. can, in some cases, teach them to be more more cognizant of others, more thoughtful of others, less um, damning of others. You can actually teach them to take on some responsibility for their actions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But that's about as far as you can go. Okay. Yeah. So that uh, if you're on the receiving end of this and if you're an employee, the other thing that's interesting about narcissists is they attract usually these super responsible people. Oh, they attract good people. Mm. Yeah. Because they're usually charismatic. They often may have a great vision of where to take things. Mm -hmm. And they're not afraid to make decisions because they don't ever think it's their fault if it doesn't work out. (laughs) Right. So So they're not risk averse. Yeah. So they'll they'll make decisions and people will then follow them. Um, So there there are pluses about it. But the thing that will be challenging or is challenging if you're working for someone like this is that it's very hard to find resolution Mm -hmm. if you have a disagreement. Mm -hmm. Because if you say to them, can't you see where I'm coming from? They can't. Exactly. Yeah, they're not the easiest people to work for because their agenda is usually very self-centered. It usually makes them look like a king or a queen. Right. and that that can be hard for you if you need some credit, right? Uh, and they and they also their morals are not always on the right side. <laughs> not always have, on the straight and narrow. You mean yeah. the morals of me, 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 me? Yeah, whatever it takes. So that can be a problem for you. I mean, I think as charming as a narcissist is for a little while, eventually they wear thin on most people, right? I'm thinking mm. you worked with a narcissist. I think I've worked with many. Well, the charming mm. cheater, liar. Oh guy. God. was so charming he was so charming right yeah and i stayed on his charming side i never got to a place where i mean i left before he and i had a falling out yeah and i did always make him look good 
Um, and I saw what he did to people that didn't make him right. look good. I thought, you know, um, I, I just for some reason thought he was absolutely hysterical. I knew he was not an okay guy, right, and he cheated right. on his wife all the time. In fact, in his briefcase, he kept all kinds of jewelry to just give out to the women he was charming <laughs> oh and would my. sleep with. Gosh. So and so and they would think, oh my God, he went out and bought me this necklace, and I would know there were four more in his oh briefcase. Oh my God. <laughs> So he was, he was he not... He was a top-of-the-line narcissist, right? Yeah. He was really good at it. He would talk <laughs> his way into and out of anything. anything yeah. um, and I would love to say that I learned something from him, but I didn't. I yeah. didn't learn anything. I learned who I didn't want to be. But mm. um, I never got on that bad side, and I saw people who did, and it was any kind of criticism. Yeah. Right. You know, Challenge or, him in any way. Yeah. Right. Or tried to corral him. Right. Not good. No, 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 no. Right. Right. So that's a really interesting point. I worked for, at one point, what I will say, a charming and, but like a giver narcissist, you know, in a not-for-profit situation. Oh, yes, they, they go there. Yeah. They do, Kathy. Yeah, I, I didn't think that was possible. Oh, yes. But as it turned out, it was all about her. Of course. And, uh, and the day that I said something that was contradicting something that she had said, that was like the last good I day. Actually, I actually think a lot of narcissists end up in philanthropy. Yes. And ends up in what makes them look like angels. That's uh, a good point. Because they, they really ha- look good because they're doing... They're a savior. Right. 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 Uh, yeah. I've even seen that in high positions in religions. I don't want to get too specific about that. <laughs> where there is this kind of martyrdom they give themselves. Yes. That they're yes. this, you know, spiritual leaders. So, uh, yeah, they end up wherever they're going to get the most attention. And uh, you're right. And and admiration love. and love. love. Yeah. By giving the smallest amount. <laughs> so here's the deal. It's gonna, we're making it all sound like it's a dangerous world out there, but and I guess in a way it is. It is, it is in a way. Yeah. Um, we wanted to give you these ideas about narcissists because one of the things that will happen is if you're working for one and you feel like it started out on a good foot and now you're having trouble, it's not you. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the problem is because narcissists will not recognize your reality. You may feel crazy. Mm-hmm. So if at first they right. said you, you know, you were the world and now they're finding fault with everything you do, it's not because you suddenly became a worse worker. Mm-hmm. It's because they've turned on you and you Because they think you've turned okay. on them. Yes, right, exactly. Right. You're not bowing down or admiring mm-hmm. enough now, respecting enough now. And so they're getting at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on that lovely note, (laughs) join us next time for another My Crazy Office Overtime. And may you have very few narcissists in your world. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.